Welcome to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn, equipping, coaching, and restoring missionaries to answer God's call. We're continuing with missionary orientation, what I wish I would have known. Last time we did an overview of change and transition, and today we're going to do number 9A, cultural adjustment. Today we're going to look at cultural values. Some people take a general missionary training that involves cultural values, but you still have to be aware that even with that knowledge, a lot of what you will learn and what will happen in the location where you are could be different. I was surprised that even within the same country, the cultural values could manifest in different ways. So can I just say that so many missionaries say that they're not affected by the culture, don't have any problems with different values, and that they're not experiencing culture shock. Like, I get that all the time until I give the class on what some of them are. And it's because they just have no clue what they are, and they haven't identified what is happening. But the culture shock is happening. The adjustment is happening. So however, once I go through those values, it's like a veil comes off their eyes and they realize, oh my gosh, this has been happening. I have had culture shock. I have had problems with cultural adjustment. And they understand why it is and they start to recognize it as they go out. So I'm going to do a different podcast series on the main cultural value differences. But today I just want to understand what cultural adjustment is and three main keys to understanding a culture and what culture shock is. So cultural adjustment, what are we talking about? Let me paint a picture for you of cultural adjustment through a story. Pretend that you're throwing a big party or house with lots of food and all of a sudden you realize that you're missing a major ingredient. And for this meal, the major ingredient is mushrooms. I mean, the meal is just not the same without mushrooms. Like You can't even make it unless you have them. So for a North American, this may be like you need cheese to make macaroni and cheese. You can't make macaroni and cheese without cheese. For a Honduran, that would be needing refried beans for a baleada. You, you just can't have a baleada without refried beans. So here you are trying to plan for this party and you need these mushrooms. You decide to run to the store, but you can't find anything. So you don't realize it, but the store is all changed and organized in alphabetical order, ABC order. So the mushrooms are somewhere between meat and mustard. But you're looking around and no one else seems to be having a problem finding what they need. They seem fine with whatever order the store is in. So finally, somebody sees that you're frustrated and they explain to you, hey, the store is in ABC order. It's in alphabetical order. Now, you might think that's crazy. Are you kidding me? Can a grocery store really be in alphabetical order? I mean, you have things that have to be refrigerated and things that can't be. You might even go as far to say that is stupid. But at least now you would understand where to find the mushrooms. So this story explains what is taking place when we're confronted with a cultural difference. There's going to be frustration, lack of understanding, and sometimes even a clash. So three main keys to understanding culture are one, understanding that cultures are organized around values. So each culture has ideas, beliefs, attitudes, opinions, principles that have been cherished by the members of that society forever. 
So the values are the standards. These are standards of what they believe is acceptable or not acceptable, what's important or not important, what's right and even what's wrong, what works and what doesn't work. So it's not about a culture's behavior or how they're responding, but it's about what do they value? Because behind every behavior or response is a belief. There's an idea, an attitude that they have towards tasks, relationships, time, the way they look at it, the way they value it. In fact, even if you move a family to another culture, these cultural values travel with people because they're something that you believe. Number two thing to understand about culture is you're going to be judged by how you behave according to those values. So natives are constantly judging foreigners on how they behave according to their values. And in turn, foreigners come in, they're judging natives on how they behave according to their own foreign values. It could be so subtle, you might not even recognize it, but there's this judging and being judged that's going on. Remember, it's your beliefs. So it's based on what you think is acceptable and unacceptable, important, not important, right or wrong, workable or not workable. The third key to understanding a culture is that the characteristics of each value or the difference have both strengths and weaknesses. So there can be positive and negative aspects to each value. There are things that are really good and work well in a society. And there are things that are not so good and can create problems in society. Now, it's easy as a missionary to solely focus on what the negatives are because the differences and frustrations are happening and coming at you every day. So it's important for missionaries to be learners. How do I find those strengths in the cultural values that are different than my own? So these type of experiences clash between what we believe is acceptable, unacceptable, important, not important, right or wrong, workable or not workable, this judging and being judged, and the struggle to see strengths or positives, not just the weaknesses or negatives of the opposite cultural values, that's going to take a toll on us every day. So that's why it's called culture shock. Shock is a sudden, upsetting or surprising event or experience. We are surprised and upset by the culture we're not only coming in contact with, but the culture we are now surrounded by and living in. Most people on short-term trips will not be in a culture long enough to start to feel the shock, or if they do feel the shock, they can withstand it knowing the time, you know, they're going to be feeling this is temporary, they're going to be leaving anyways. There's something to the cumulative and pervasive nature of the shock that does something to us. There is a feeling of not being able to escape it. The Peace Corps defines culture shock as our reaction to our values being questioned. The dictionary defines culture shock as a psychological disorientation most people experience when they move from for an extended period of time into a culture markedly different from their own. Dave Pollock author of Third Culture Kid, defines culture shock as that creeping anxiety that begins to move in and around a person as they begin to discover that the situation in which they find themselves is sending out signals that don't mean the same as the signals that their own culture has sent. 
The medical definition is debilitation and exhaustion of the neurological system and especially of the endocrine system due to overstimulation. So here is my definition. Culture shock is not the different things or circumstances that are happening to us. But culture shock is what's happening on the inside of us when we're being pressed by these different circumstances and things. So some different views on culture shock are that it's a temporary mental illness, not very uplifting there. I mean, especially if it includes anxiety, disorientation, paranoia, and depression. Another view is that culture shock is the prelude to adjustment. So it's just something that normally happens and it's on your way to adjusting. This is better since, you know, confusion, defensiveness, and loneliness is something temporary and we're eventually going to fit in. Another view is that culture shock is a learning process. So in this view, when I get an unfavorable response from my behavior, I can reflect on it, learn, and change my response the next time something similar happens. Sometimes this process of learning can be very painful, though. Culture shock can cause medical symptoms. Culture shock can cause us to make decisions without adequate information. Culture shock can cause a mismatch between our expectations and reality. Culture shock can cause living with ambiguity. I'm not even sure what's going on or what's expected of us. Culture shock can cause limitations. All of this can result in physical symptoms from a weakened immune system and emotional symptoms. So when somebody feels anxiety, confusion, stress, aggression, irritability, bitterness, resentment, homesickness, depression, disorientation, low self-esteem from culture shock, they can have an emotional freeze over. So just like with change and transition, you can Google culture shock curve to find the stages of culture shock. But also, just like change and transition, the stages don't go so smoothly from one to another or step by step in an orderly fashion. You can get stuck in a stage. You can repeat a stage. You can make it all the way through and then years later find yourself trying to adjust again to something new or maybe there's a new level of something that you just see that you didn't see before. So what are the stages of cultural adjustment? Stage one is the honeymoon stage. Man, this is the excitement, enthusiasm, and newness, kind of like the short-term trip. We're just on the field. We're focusing on what is familiar in the new culture. We probably think that culture shock's not even going to happen to us. This can last a month or more. Stage two is the withdrawal and anger stage. In this stage, we start to notice what is different in the new culture. So if we start to pull away and withdraw, we are in the state of flight. If we start to get angry and hostile and aggressive, then we're in the state of fight. This can last about two to three months. But unfortunately, I've seen some missionaries get stuck here. They get stuck in either a withdrawn or an angry state in a fight or flight situation. Stage three is the tolerance stage. In this stage, we begin to be willing to tolerate opinions and behaviors that disagree with our own. Part of this happens by acceptance. So we begin to tell ourselves, that's not the way that I would do it, but this is the way they do it here, and that's okay. 
or I'm fine with this. I'm fine with the difference. Or I can live with this. I'm going to cope. I'm going to stay. This usually happens within the six to 12 months being in the country. Now, stage four is the appreciation stage. And we really want to take it past the stage three and get to this stage of appreciation. This happens when we begin to truly understand the values behind the behavior and we choose to appreciate the values and perspectives. In some areas, missionaries will come to like and even prefer the new value to their former way of doing things. So these changes go back to identity because we become different and don't fully fit in the country we came from, nor the country we're serving in. Remind yourself of the keys to understanding culture. Cultures are organized around values. You will be judged by how you behave according to those values. The characteristics of each value or difference have both strengths and weaknesses. Understand what culture shock is, the different views, what it causes, and its results. Recognize the stages of culture shock and learn as much as you can about the cultural values so that you can learn to accept and appreciate them. Thank you for listening today and remember, trust God and answer the call. Thank you for listening to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn. If you have questions or topic ideas, please leave a comment or send a voice message. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share or give at worldoutreach.org backslash 349. For more information on Answer the Call Ministries, please visit the website at www.atcministries.org.